All right, we're going to start in three, two, one, go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Treks in Sci-Fi podcast. Scotty, beat me up. Fascinating. Stand by to receive our transmission. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the annual Treks in Sci-Fi live broadcast here on Ustream. I am your host, Rico, and it is our ninth, uh, ninth anniversary, ninth anniversary of Treks in Sci-Fi. It's uh, hard to believe, and I'm going to just take a look over here, make sure it looks like everything is being recorded, pro- you know, hopefully well <laughs> or not so well i don't know it's always a, a, a bit of a you know a, a shot in the dark with all you know video audio i'm recording it on audacity ustream is also recording it i have a couple of different windows open on the computer i could show you here i'll uh, in it, it with uh you know a quick little move of the camera but um we'll uh you know there's uh let's see we've got uh you know you can see I got a chat open, Audacity in the background, and then uh, Ustream open. Then I got the Mac going for some videos to show. So it's, uh, you know, uh, I need an assistant for these shows. But uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll make do somehow. And, uh, but anyway, that, uh, that's the setup for today. And we're going to set this camera back over here gently, hopefully. Get it roughly back in the right place. That's pretty good, I guess. Here, I think it's a little bit uh, that way. <laughs> All right, so I, I want to uh, say to begin with, uh, welcome to the show, everyone. It is uh, This will be show 502. It is August 31st, 2014. And I was about to say 2013. I don't know why I'm still... Uh, it, it's been a busy few days for me. I, this is probably, I'll, I'll admit right now from the front uh, at the start, uh, this is probably the most uh, loose and unprepared I've ever been for one of these live shows. I've been doing a lot of work around my house the last several weeks, working on the outside, replacing boards, painting it, you know, exciting, geeky things like that. But uh, it meant I just took a quick shower, uh, you know, about 15 minutes ago before I came down and got set up for this show. And I've been thinking about what uh, what to talk about for, uh, you know, the ninth anniversary of Treks in Sci-Fi. I thought, uh, we could sort of go over, you know, the past nine years, talk about shows gone by. We could talk about some of the highlights there or just the highlights this year. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I, I didn't really want to do that. And some of what I'm going to probably talk about I have talked about before. But what I decided on, I came up with... Uh, uh, finally to do was I, I wanted to co- cover two things that are um, things that I enjoy a lot, uh, things that I've covered a little bit on the on the show, uh, but I'm trying to recall if I've ever really dedicated a podcast specifically to to these two subjects and, and maybe not doing them together on a show. But uh, the plan, uh, what I wanted to cover was uh, comics, comic books, 
and their impact on current you know movies and things like that a little bit. Now we've talked recently about that. I know Chris and I have done that a little, but I'm going to cover it a little differently. I think. And also conventions, because there's a, a big convention uh, that I uh, went to last year in, at the beginning of October, only about a month away now. It's at the very, it's the first weekend of October down in Austin. Uh, I'll be going down there again uh, and uh, meeting up with uh, the ladies of the Anomaly podcast and uh, a few others, friends of their show and maybe some of their like husbands or wives, depending on who you're talking about. And it, I'm really looking forward to it a lot. Uh, I recently uh, got a new costume for the show, and I'll be uh, showing that here shortly. Uh, I kind of revealed a little bit of a picture of it uh, on the uh, the live event thing for this show. And it's, you know, I didn't really keep it too hidden. If you know uh, where this costume is from, you'd probably recognize, even from the little bit of the picture that I put up so far, what it's from. But uh, I have most of it. Uh, I need a couple items still, but I'll be showing that here shortly. But uh, the first thing, though, that I wanted to go through and cover uh, and talk about, besides, uh, like I said later, a little bit convention talk, talk about costuming, uh, things that uh, I've been getting more into. I used to do, uh, when I was younger, a lot. Uh, well, I wouldn't say a lot. I, I had a couple of costumes when I was much younger. And I would wear, but uh, in the last couple of years, especially since I've been watching what uh, Jen and Angela and Casey and, and, and Stephanie and everyone down there, and 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 Dark Jen, Evil Jen, <laughs> or Sith Jen, but what they've been doing, you know, and uh, there's a couple of cool websites and costuming has really become a big thing. It seems in the last few years for geeks, especially women, uh, you know, and guys too, but. Uh, it's it's really becoming a popular thing. There's even a sci-fi show dedicated to it, cosplay. So it, uh, it it's something that uh, I used to enjoy a lot, and now it's kind of interesting that now it's become almost mainstream. So the uh, so that's one thing I wanted to cover. But uh, the first thing I was going to talk about was comics. Uh, I've uh, and and I guess I I want to I guess before we start I should uh, and again this is a live event so. I want to just say again, thanks so much for everybody's support over the last nine years. This is the, uh, you know, get a little hanky out kind of moment. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, again, I, I, I say this over and over again, and it's still true. It's probably more true now than it ever has been. But uh, I, I would still, I wouldn't really be doing this show unless you guys seem to really still enjoy it. Uh, I get a lot of uh, comments and, and things through Facebook or through the forum or through email. And uh, again, without your support and, you know, comments about, you know, saying that you're liking what I'm still doing. And I always try to mix it up a little bit, make it new and interesting. A couple of years ago, I added uh, doing more guest spots, you know, a couple of months to alternate with me, which helped a lot. So again, thanks so much for you guys' support. And along those lines... Uh, if you'd like, uh, this is the time of the year where PayPal, not PayPal, but uh, that's the way to donate to the show. But this is the time of the year in September where I have to pay my annual dues for the podcast hosting, uh, all that goes into the feeds of the shows, the storage of the shows, the website, uh, everything related to that, the pictures of the day that I put up, uh, all of the, all anything that uh, electronic, uh, you know, internet wise. Uh, all that is covered at this time of the year. I gotta cover those fees, along with there's some monthly fees as well throughout the year. They get paid for, um, 
and uh, and and I, I, new equipment. I'd, I'd really want to get a new mixer to go with the Mac uh, for one thing. And uh, you, some of you have already donated. I really appreciate that. There will be a donation link in this week's uh, uh, podcast notes. You can also always on if you just go to treksandsci-fi.com. You can uh, just click to, I think there's a donation header up there or something like that, and, and you'll find it. Uh, just PayPal and uh, and just, uh, I think the, you know, the simplest even, just uh, use PayPal and go treksf at gmail.com, send money to that, and that'll be great. Um, looks like my, uh, my thing <laughs> faded for a second, so I got to keep an eye on things. Uh, but uh, we've got a few people in the, uh, you know, studio audience watching i thought there were a bunch more people that would be here by now if you are watching on Ustream and you guys have not joined in the chat make sure you do that because towards the end of the show i'm going to have uh, i'm only going to do one contest i usually do a couple one or two contests during these live shows i'm going to do one contest uh towards the end of this uh show and if you're in the chat is the only way that you can be eligible and win uh this contest so make sure you're in the chat because I need to be able to see who who's answering and what their answers are. Uh, hopefully it'll be there'll be enough people there uh, later on to get you know make it interesting. Except for just Pete Brompton boy. <laughs> Pete, you got you got the answer already. You wrote 42, I see. So uh, you win. <laughs> but uh, no, my you know I really that's a good question or not a good question, a good comment though. I think we've talked about it occasionally, but I really need to do a uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy uh, show sometime. I love those books. Even the movie I thought was pretty good, the TV series they've done. so. Uh, but uh, let's move on. All right, we got the rigmarole or the, the little uh, bookkeeping stuff a lot of the way. You know, donate uh, PayPal. Yeah, go there. Donate now. And also still, I love it when you guys put up reviews on iTunes for the podcast. That always is still fantastic uh even if you did one years ago put another one up i don't think it i don't know if it stops you from doing that but uh you know so uh so see if you can who knows uh and if you haven't uh just go to itunes and look up the podcast and put a review down of the show and five star ratings are always great (laughs) all right so comics uh i have you know collected comics a very long time red comics paper good old paper comics uh, since high school, and I actually didn't start reading them until high school. And I wanted to just talk a little bit about it. Uh, you know, when I first started reading comics, I was uh, a big Marvel comic book fan. It was the only books that I read. I didn't read anything independent. I didn't read any DC Universe books uh, for many years, actually. I Marvel was, was uh, there used to be a slogan. I don't know if Marvel Comics still does this, but... Uh, they had this slogan called Make Mine Marvel. I think I even had a button that said Make Mine Marvel. And it was uh, it was the only comics that I read, it, especially things like X-Men, Spider-Man, uh, Avengers, of course, and, uh, and several of the titles that, you know, spun off from those or connected to those titles. Uh, but, uh, you know, X-Men especially and Spider-Man, both of those books were big, big, uh, you know, draws for me. I think uh, Uncanny X-Men back in the day was just fantastic. I, I, I feel these days they've kind of splintered it too much. Uh, there are so many different X-title books, and, and I, I sometimes feel that it makes it a little bit diluted. But I still enjoy the characters a great deal, still read those books. Uh, I thought what I could do is uh, cover and talk about a little bit 
briefly uh, the comics and things that uh, that I read. Uh, I've just got a little stack of a couple of things. Uh, here's here's one I'm going to hold up. Uh, this is uh, I've been reading this, and oh by the way, I, I don't just read Marvel anymore. I'm probably about fifty fifty Marvel and DC. And I also read some independent comics, too. A lot of image comics are great these days. Uh, I've been reading that I've been enjoying Superman, Wonder Woman, uh, this combined title. This is actually the annual, uh, which comes out once a year because it's called an annual. Uh, but this is a, a pretty good book that I've been really enjoying. They started in the DC Universe uh, maybe about a year ago or so. Uh, there was a romance started between Superman and Wonder Woman. So that's a pretty good title. Uh, I also wanted to point out this one. Uh, there is an X-Files comic book right now. This, uh, If you're an X-Files fan, if you're a fan of this show, this started back up. They've done this. Uh, they've had a couple of X-Files comics over the years. This one started a little more than a year ago. It's been put out by IDW, and uh, I've been really enjoying it. The art is good. The stories are good. It, it's set basically after the TV shows. This is They, they call it like season 10. So it's like the, the, the next season after when the TV show would have ended and, and kind of after the movies happened, too. So uh, especially the last movie that we got, which was after the, uh, the final season. I've also always enjoyed uh, what Grim Fairy Tales uh, from Zenscope. I've enjoyed their stuff. This is their first book that they put out uh, that just came out now with issue 101. This is sort of a retelling or retake on uh, various old fairy tales, although it's spun off into its kind of own storyline now. Uh, when it was first out, they did a lot of stories based on things like uh, Little Red Riding Hood, Sleeping Beauty, um, The Three Little Pigs, but in a more adult kind of style and format. Uh, they've got a lot of spin-off books now. They do a Wonderland, Alice in Wonderland book, which is really good. The art is fantastic. Uh, the stories can kind of be hit or miss occasionally. Uh, they just started a new, another new book that I really like called, uh, it's called Robin Hood. Robin spelled R-O-B-Y-N with a female Robin Hood set sort of in modern times, which is pretty cool. So uh, check those out. Here's another TV property for, uh, for those that are uh, fans of Buffy. Uh, and, you know, come on, if you're a, a geek, you got to be a fan of Buffy. If you've never watched it, well, you should stop watching this live show right now and go watch Buffy. Uh, but uh, And I know there's a lot of people out there who never did watch it, uh, but with all the, I think, accolades that Joss Whedon has gotten over the last few years, uh, it's very much worth going back and watching. But what they've done for Buffy, what uh, Dark Horse has done the last few years, is they've created new sort of follow-up seasons to the show. So this, again, follows the after the events of the TV show. So don't really read this book unless you've seen the TV show that, you know, there's things in here that that would kind of spoil. Uh, so that's, that's really good. And a lot of enjoy, you know, a lot of enjoyable stuff in there. The characters and the art are good. They've got the characters down and their voices. Uh, and some of the people that worked on Buffy, some of the actors, uh, especially I think Nicholas Brendan uh, has actually written a few of the stories too, which is cool. Uh, this one I just picked up recently. I read issue one of it. Uh, and like I was saying earlier, Image Comics has got a lot of uh, really cool stuff out these days. And this one I've heard great things of about, and I only read issue one, and then they had a new trade paperback, which what comics, you know, the comic industry does, especially these days, is they usually collect the first five or six issues of a comic, 
and you know therefore you know throughout the life of the comic depending on how it's how popular it is they'll put it out in a a thicker format with all those issues collected and since i didn't buy the rest of these this is called uh black black science it's again by uh by image and it's a it's a very sort of uh hard sci-fi tale from issue one that i read uh it's about some scientists and crazy things that happen Uh, i don't want to say too much about it but the cool thing about this this is uh black science uh the trade paperback it's the first six issues and it only costs ten dollars which is what is that like a dollar and a quarter or something something like that per issue maybe a dollar fifty per issue uh but uh which is a great deal you know considering most individual comics these days cost 2.99 and 3.99 that's a, a really good deal and it's uh i i could flip you know i'll flip to something to show you uh some of the artwork here without giving too much away for a second but uh it's it's really got some great art in it uh again black science this this just i picked up about a week ago so it's in comic shops i'm sure you can order it off amazon it uh it's by rick remender mateo scalera and dean white are are the people working on this book uh really great uh again i've heard fantastic things about it and I, I recommend uh, everybody check that out. And one of the reasons I wanted to talk about comics today is is I was hoping, you know, there's a lot of people probably who have been enjoying maybe some of the comic properties on television. Maybe they've been enjoying some of the Marvel movies, some of the DC stuff. Uh, and maybe they've never picked up and read a comic book, an actual, you know, good old 22-page uh, or so, a hand, you know, drawn and, well, a lot of computer-drawn stuff these days, but it's still hand-done. Uh, just on a computer tablet type of thing with the, uh, you know, is, is some of the modern tools that they use. But if you've never picked up or, or read a comic, there's lots of ways to do it, too. You can do it electronically. I still buy a lot of paper comics, but there's a good app called Comixology, which allows you to buy electronically comic books and watch them on your iPad or whatever other electronic device. The neat thing about that is if you wait a couple of months after they come out, they're usually cheaper, too. Typically, they cost the same as a paper book when they first come out. But if you wait, you know, again, like I said, uh, at least a month, sometimes a couple of months, there'll be a dollar or two off. You know, maybe a, a three ninety nine comic will be two ninety nine, or two ninety nine will be one ninety nine. But uh, good, good way to pick up uh, and, and test the waters. You know, pick a few electronic books up and, and see what you think or what you like. But I think if you're enjoying some of the movies, uh, these movies didn't just come out of nowhere. They they were they were comics first, and just as much fun, really. Sometimes when you read them in a comic form, sometimes even more, because there's much more depth and story that they can put into a comic than a two-hour movie. So uh, this book, I may have mentioned this on the podcast before, uh, a guy named John Byrne, who's a longtime comic book artist and is also a he's worked on Star Trek comics. He he is a, a pretty big Star Trek fan. And what he's done is something really kind of unique uh, way, way a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. There were uh, photo novels that were put out from some of the original series Star Trek episodes. And what uh, John Byrne has done, and there's a couple of these out so far, and I've got them both here. This is uh uh, what he what he's doing is taking he's taking images from the original series and he's creating new stories with those images. Like here's an image of the bridge and he puts word balloons in 
and then you know he basically creates a, a new story and let me show you like like this one the mirror cracked is is a sort of uh follow-up in something related to the mirror mirror you, parallel universe or, or whatever alternate universe story from the original series and you can see here what he's done is he's taking these photos or still images from the original series and again he's creating a new story with it now a couple of things to keep in mind one there is a little bit of original uh, stuff that's put into these books that was never shown on the TV show he's he's managed to create uh, you know digitally uh, new effects uh, you know put together images put people in images that weren't in images before do a little photo photo like manipulation in order to create the new story uh, I think that's even more the case in this second book called Times Echo. Uh, and let me show you a little bit of this one. Here's uh, some of that set up on the bridge. But it's a, it's a really cool concept. Uh, these books come out, I don't know if they're monthly. They've only put two out so far. They're a little expensive in a way, but they're much uh, bigger and thicker than a normal comic. They're about twice a, nor a normal comic size and cost. But if you're a Star Trek fan and you want some original uh, original series, original stories, let's say that three times fast, it's a good way to uh, be able to look at a, you know an original tale again. And, and I have to say that they, he's done a pretty good job with it. It's not just thrown together. It's, it's well worth taking a look at. And I think you can get those also electronically. Again, I, I like to collect a, a fair amount you know, in regular comic, comic form, but... I think these uh, are well worth looking at, and I, I read a bunch of other, the mainstay books like Batman and uh, an X Men, a couple of X Men books, uh, Uncanny Avengers, another Avengers book, a uh, bunch of a bunch of Batgirls good these days. Uh, but there's there's a ton of good comics, so if you've got a comic shop in your area, you know, try to support them. I've got a, I'm, I'm lucky. I've got a couple of them in my area. And I, I try to buy from the comic shops. I, I've bought online occasionally paper books, but uh, I try to support the local shops. It's always fun to go in to talk to these people too. The local one I go to, the guy has um, he's volunteered on some of the movies that have been made in the Detroit and the Michigan area. He has a little inside uh, scoop sometimes on some of you know when they made Transformers here, uh, when they're working on the Batman Superman movie, uh, which has been filming. Right, basically, currently, right now in the Detroit area, I saw some pictures online just a couple of days ago with uh, what's his name? What am I trying to say? The guy playing Superman, Henry Cavill, uh, he uh, was in his Clark Kent guys visiting uh, uh, what looks like supposed to be a, a place in Gotham City. Detroit is, uh, I guess, being uh, patterned or shown as as Gotham City uh, or redressed. Uh, I, I could see that, I guess. Although I think uh, you know some of our buildings in Detroit need to be a little taller. I always had the idea that Gotham City had these huge skyscraper, huge buildings. We have a few of those in Detroit, but you know Batman's got to have something to swing from his bat rope with, uh, right? So, all right, I need to take a little break from my voice. So what I'm going to do now is we're going to split off into. I'm going to show a couple of uh, show a video or two from some of the big movies that were comic book related uh, for this past year. We could talk a little bit about those movies. And then I'm going to spend the last like part of the show, like I said earlier, talk about uh, costuming and convention going and reveal uh, my, you know, a picture of my full costume for uh, 
Austin Comic Con coming up in October. So I'm going to move the camera. We'll see how this works out and try to show you uh, one of a couple of these videos from some uh, movies uh, based on comics from the past summer. Yeah. Let's see if we can do this here. So there we go with, uh, came out in, what, at the beginning of April? Oh, I think my camera's going to fall off that my rickety stand that I put it on. Oh, <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, so that was obviously the uh, Captain America, The Winter Soldier, which was a fantastic, great movie. You can buy it. I think it's out now on, on DVD, Blu-ray, and all that. Uh, I wanted to show you something new that I just got uh, related to this movie. Kind of a little collectible collectible segment for i'm going to have some of my uh cheers my very uh wow wow i'm really celebrating country time lemonade but it is summer so ah it's good all right so i bought this uh collectible from sideshow toys there's a company called hot toys that does some very very 
detailed, articulated, uh, lots of accessories, different figures from uh, Marvel, from DC, from a, a lot of different properties. So I picked up, uh, this just actually came in the last week or so. So I have my very own little mini, uh, I was going to say Scarlett Johansson here. <laughs> I'm trying to show her to the camera, but uh, obviously this is the Black Widow figure as seen in The Winter Soldier. And it looks a little creepy, me holding this up to the camera. So really, trust me, I've kept all of her little uh, 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 clothing on in this whole process. So uh, so anyway, <laughs> but it's, it, it's really amazing. Now, this is the first, uh, I'll set it somewhere. Where can I set it that you guys can still see it? Um, I don't know if you can still see it there. We'll put it up here by the microphone. You can still see her uh, her head. Let's see if I can uh, get her to stand without falling over. She does come with a stand. So, um, but there's a lot of articulation, a ton of accessories, different pistols. I haven't pulled all those out of this uh, this package here, but this is the uh, this is the box that it comes in. Uh, so I'll show that to the camera again here, or not again, but uh, it's. Uh, I'm really impressed with the uh, the detail and and the way this figure looks. They, they really did a good job, uh, and it, they're not cheap. You know, it's an it's it's frankly kind of amazing how much they charge for each of these. But I can understand why. It, it again, it's a it's a very good likeness. Uh, it comes with a ton of accessories. So now I, it's the first one from this Hot Toys brand that I've bought. So now I'm kind of hooked, and now I want to get like all the Avengers and kind of line them up in a display in a cabinet um, together. I have an Iron Man, which is more of a statue than a figure uh, of about the same scale. This is a one-sixth scale, I think, figure. So um, somebody, you know, who'd be a six-foot tall character would be about a foot high. So this one for Black Widow is a little less than a foot, maybe about 10 inches, because she's kind of short, frankly. So anyway, uh, but it's a really cool figure. I think they did a really good job with it, and uh, it's... Uh, it's a neat, uh, a neat piece, and uh, Hot Toys is a, it, it's a brand that's been around for a while, and I, I don't know why I've never purchased one of their items before, and this time now I uh, finally got one, and it's pretty darn cool. So, uh, so there we got uh, uh, that out of the way. Collectible review, kind of mid mid show or so. I'm gonna show. Uh, I think I'm gonna show one more uh, video here from uh, the more recent Marvel movie that's been doing great at the box office that I think just about everybody has loved. I, I frankly have not heard of anyone who saw the movie who didn't like it and enjoy it. I, I just, the first time I saw it, I've, saw, I've seen it twice, and I might go one more time because it's at this little local theater that we have. Uh, but the first time I saw it, I was just blown away. And I know these characters. I've read this comic for a little while. But I, I just... I just thought it was such a great, fun, happy kind of a movie. I mean, happy as in there are, you know, Captain America, I, I thought that was a great movie, but it's really a serious, serious film. And, and so are some of the other ones like the X-Men movie and the Spider-Man movie they, they did this summer. I mean, they're, they're for the most part, Spider-Man had a little bit probably more humor in it because that's that character is a little more like that. But uh but most of this stuff is, you know, Avengers was pretty serious. Iron Man movies, you know, they're all. But Guardians of the Galaxy, which is what I'm going to show you the video from, was just, I mean, there's serious stuff in there, but there's a lot of humor. It, it, it feels very Star Wars-like with 
humor, but good character stuff, and and, and still a serious story uh, that's interesting to watch. You know, amazingly done. All the CGI characters in it, uh, it just just really came together well. And I kind of had a feeling it might hit and do pretty well, just because of it. It sort of has this irreverent tone to it. It doesn't take itself too seriously, both in the comics and, and in in the movie, of course. And Chris Pratt, I think, was just perfect casting. I think he, you know, kind of added a lot and, and set the tone for the movie quite a bit. Just his his personality, I think, just the type of guy he is, even off off screen, I think, fit the part so well. So anyway, let me play uh, one of the trailers to Guardians of the Galaxy, and I'll come back and we'll talk a little bit more about that. And I'm going to have to move uh, little Scarlet here back, or, or I'm going to bump her and knock her down. She will be unhappy about that if I do that, so... Uh got to find one of uh, a good spot in one of my cases for her so because that little black outfit that she's got on is cloth i should have said that that this the figure has got you know very you know like a miniaturized version of what the real character would look like so the the costume is cloth it isn't like painted on or anything like that which means it's going to collect a lot of dust unless you put it in some kind of display case so all right let's watch uh, guardians of the galaxy together let me see here. Do 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 do. Full screen, yes. Okay. I come from Earth, a planet of outlaws. My name is Peter Quill. There's one other name you might know me by. Star-Lord. Who? Well, Star-Lord, man. Legendary outlaw. Guys? Forget it. So here we are. A thief. Two thugs. And a maniac. But we're not gonna stand by as evil wipes out the galaxy. I guess we're stuck together. Partners. Are you telling me the fate of 12 billion people is in the hands of these criminals? Oh. Best idea. 
All right, Guardians of the Galaxy, and I just, uh... Oh, gotta get the camera back here. Are we good? Yes, it's not falling. All right. I, um, I just... <laughs> I just realized something. Uh, I know there's a lot of people people who wanted to be able to watch this uh, live broadcast but couldn't make it. I am recording the audio, but I had forgotten to click the... This is what I said earlier about needing an assistant. I forgot to click the on Ustream start record. So for those that are watching this later on Ustream, the video recording of it, you've missed about half the show. Sorry. Hey, let me just recap real quick. We talked about comics, Star Trek and uh, black science <laughs> and and uh, let's see a bunch of others a bunch of others so uh, so you missed out see this is what happens when you're not here live and uh, I'm drinking some lemonade but anyway so sorry about that uh, for those that uh, couldn't make the uh, live show uh, I click I didn't click uh, start record but I did thank everybody for the support for the last nine years said if you want to donate to PayPal to support the podcast, please do. And I think that's a recap of the last half hour or so. Talked about a bunch of comics, uh, some of my favorites, and um, also going to be talking here shortly about uh, conventions and cosplay. So, But let me talk a little bit more about Guardians of the Galaxy. Great movie. I'm so happy. I, I really couldn't be happier that it's doing so well at the box office because I think it really shows a pent-up demand for a more fun kind of movie, a more fun kind of comic book movie. I think you can do a fun movie with jokes in it and, and still have that, you know, edge and seriousness to it too as well. Uh, it, it's just like the ending scene of the movie, you know, where they're all walking out, and I'm not going to give it away even though you guys all should have seen this movie by now. But there's these, uh, each of the characters at the very end of the movie kind of says something to uh one of the uh, kind of people on this planet that they just sort of helped and saved. It's just funny. It's it's a great scene, and it just fits the movie, and it it uh, it works for each of the characters. Uh, and and they're they're very they say it very seriously. It's kind of like Han Solo in Star Wars. They say these lines serious, but the, it's it is pretty funny stuff. So, uh, but uh, again, Guardians of the Galaxy. If you've not had the chance to see it, please def definitely go. I, I know you'll enjoy it. I think it's a movie that uh, I think just about everybody, you know, I took Lynn to see it. She enjoyed it. I think just everyone, even if you're not a huge comic book fan, I think there's a lot of fun in this movie. And uh, it, uh, I'm, it's it's sad to me almost in a way that it's going to be, I think, two, three maybe years before we're going to get a sequel to it. Uh, <laughs> we'll have to get a new movie for all the other characters, Iron Man and and Captain America again, and Thor, I think, before we'll get, and Avengers 2, before we'll get uh, Guardians of the Galaxy um, 2, or whatever it's going to be called. So um, so I, I was going to talk a little bit more about some of the other summer movies, comics, things like the X-Men movie, which I thought was, was very well done, Days of Future Past. It's a classic comic story uh, that you can also read in comic book form. And uh, also The Amazing Spider-Man 2, which I enjoyed. Uh, some people had kind of a problem with that movie. I, I liked it. I thought the last two Spider-Man movies were pretty pretty well done. I like the cast quite a bit, and uh, I think they're, uh, they're fun movies to watch. I think they could use a little bit better script for the movies. I think they could be shorter a little. I think they're a little lengthy, uh, but I think, uh, I think they're okay. I mean, they're not... 
I, I, I certainly enjoyed them, but I didn't enjoy them as much as, uh, like, um, Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, that was just my favorite movie of the year, easily, or maybe the last couple of years. Um, the Let's see. The last thing I wanted to, I think, say about that, there isn't much left comic book-wise this this year to see. I mean, they, the Sin City movie is sort of comic book related, but uh, I've uh, actually not had a chance to see that. I did see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, which, bleh. Uh, I'm not even going to say anything more about it. It was for the kids might enjoy it for adults. I just found it kind of dumb, frankly. So, uh, but uh, let's go on to talk about uh, conventions and costuming. Uh, yeah, I've gone to conventions, uh, you know, for a long, long time. It, it, uh, in, it's always fun to go with other people. I've covered conventions for the podcast too. And uh, I really enjoyed going to Austin Comic Con last year. That was probably the most fun I've had at a convention maybe ever just because there were a lot of us there. We all got together and costumed kind of together and uh, just had a great time. Everybody, I think, really had a fun time. And we're going to do it again this year. So with that in mind, I I think we're going to be doing Star Trek a little bit again and a little Star Wars again too. But uh, we were going back and forth on uh, what to do new. You know what, and uh, it kind of went back and forth. We were going to do some superhero stuff, but I think everyone's kind of branched off, and everybody I think there's going to be a day at least there where we're all going to maybe be doing different costumes. So with that in mind, I decided I I don't know why it popped into my head when it did. I I hadn't really been thinking about this particular character and costuming it. Actually, uh, when we were going to do superheroes, I had a different thing in mind. But uh, but anyway, uh, I put a little mini picture up on the uh, event for this show, and I have a bigger version of that. I'll put it up later after I put up the podcast notes for this show. But I've got a uh, a picture here. I am going to go as a brown coat, you know, like as Mel from uh, Firefly Serenity. So uh, I'll hold up. Uh, let's see if you can see this on my iPad. See if I get the right lighting here. I don't know how good that comes across on the camera, but. Uh... So there I am in my brown coat outfit. I need better boots. I need brown boots. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm going to go as uh, a brown coat, which is very cool. And I'm really looking forward to it because the costume basically uh, was I, I sent measurements to a place called Cosplay Sky. Uh, if you want to do costuming, which uh, maybe doesn't cost as much as some places, uh, there's a place called Cosplay Sky, and I think it's .com. I'll put a link in the podcast notes. But they really do a lot of good Star Trek, Star Wars. Uh, They do Firefly. They do Matrix costumes. Lots of stuff. And the the cool thing about it is is that you can put your measurements in and have them custom make it to fit you, which the the great thing about this this, uh, costume that I got to play uh, a brown coat from Firefly is it uh i gave a measurement you know i'm like six four and, and it fits me great i i was shocked <laughs> i got it like just three or four days ago i think towards the end of last week like thursday and uh you know as i'm as i'm opening it up i'm going oh the, i don't know if those pants look long enough and everything but uh but it fits perfect and uh it, it, i was pretty amazed the sleeves are long enough on the coat so, uh, which is a great thing. And, and the coolest thing is, is I also ordered or, or got one off eBay. Uh, this, uh, I've got this holster here that uh, I had the prop gun, you know, the, uh, the gun from uh, Firefly that Mal uses this thing. 
I already had this, but then I got, you know, an official holster to put it in. So, uh, so now I just got to figure out how to get this on the airplane <laughs> to take it down to Texas. But, uh, I think, uh, I think I'm going to, I've asked Jen, I think I'm going to ship it in a box down to her and make it a little simpler rather than to explain to TSA and say, it doesn't really shoot. Don't worry. But, uh, I was thinking I could maybe put it in my, uh, my checked bag, but even that, I don't really think I want to do who knows what those, you know, go through x-ray. Maybe, uh, they'd still see this weird looking gun shaped thing or whatever, but, uh, even though it's a resin, you know, it's not even a metal based gun at all. So, uh, so that is, I have to say, you know, boyhood dream, you know, to walk around in a cool costume and have a gun on your hip is, uh, feels really, really cool. <laughs> it, it, it's a lot of fun. But uh, yeah, if you've never been to a convention, and I know there, I, I see this sometimes on the Facebook group and, and both for Trucks and Sci-Fi and Anomaly, uh, you really owe it to yourself to check out uh, a convention. And my suggestion would be to go to something that's not like, don't start with something like San Diego Comic-Con. You know, go to something a little smaller, something maybe in uh, a city near you, something like a Wizard World does some, that's that's what puts on, they're the guys that put on the one for Austin. And it's, it's still a pretty big convention, but it's nothing like going to uh, San Diego, you know, just, I haven't been to the San Diego Comic Con, but everything that I see, the pictures and, and Kenny's, you know, feedback from there and other people, uh, it, it's so massive and such long lines. You know, if, you, if you've not gone to a convention, I don't think you really want to start with that, that convention. But uh, I'm get a drink of uh, lemonade. So anyway, uh, yeah, go to something smaller if you've not been. And as far as costuming, there's lots of different ways to costume without spending a lot of money. I mean, you can just buy, like, you know, get a pair of black pants and a, and a red or a gold or a blue T-shirt and look pretty much like an original series Star Trek character. Or you can go all the way to the, you know, upper levels and, you know, buy a, a full costume from Anavos for Trek or Cosplay Sky or eBay or wherever else online that you can find or make one yourself. If you're, you know, when I was growing up, I, I, I conned my mother into uh, sewing my first Star Trek costume for me. I also got her to make a uh, Empire Strikes Back Han Solo blue jacket uh, thing for me. And a vest for Solo, I think, and a couple other things along the way, belts and stuff. But, you know, Lynn, Lynn sews, but, it, you know, everybody's so busy. And I and she's made a couple little things for me. But uh, it's much, uh, these days for me, time and, and, and is, is so tight. And uh, for both Lynn and I, I, I just find I, I order stuff. But if you're handy with a needle and a thread, you know, you can make uh, a lot of things. A lot of patterns can be found online. Uh, for these various costumes and, and again you can put together a lot of stuff that isn't uh you know or an official of any kind costume like even this this uh brown coat thing you know you can get a brown coat and uh kind of a he has kind of a brown red shirt and kind of light tan kind of pants and and you're pretty much there uh it, it doesn't take a lot and you can go all the way again from doing something that you might have in your closet and throwing it together to you know an upper whatever amount and i have to say you know it's a lot of fun to go to conventions and dress up especially when you go with a few other people and you get them to do it too uh it's great fun to walk around the convention floor all in a group and you know everybody always seems to enjoy taking pictures of of the people in costume 
And if you're at all kind of an actor or a bit of a ham, you can really have fun with it. And uh, it's also a good way to get over, uh, if you're kind of a shyer person, you know, doing that and going to a convention in a costume is a good way to get over that. And there was some recent stuff I know that people had put up about this woman who had put a, you know, she was a little heavier set and she had dressed up in a costume from uh, the original series and... I'm not going to say too much about it, but I guess, you know, these pictures get posted online and she had taken a little heat and flack from, you know, how the Internet is, you know, they, you know, people are picking on her saying, you know, oh, you're so fat and you shouldn't be wearing a costume like that, blah, blah, blah. You know what? I just say all those people, you know, will frack those people because to to put on a costume, even if you look, you know, you have the physique of of Brian Dunn and are a triathlete. To put on a costume and walk around a convention takes a lot of guts, no matter what shape you're in. And, you, you know, if you want to have fun and do that kind of stuff, you should go for it and and just do it. Because it's those people that just sit behind their keyboards in the, you know, you know, in their homes, all locked away, safe. They can say whatever they want. And, and it, you know, what takes guts is to do to do something and go out there and have fun and and no matter what anybody else says about you. So, you know, I, I think it was great, though, that I, you know, that story, part of it was that some of the, you know, Star Trek fans of uh, had kind of come to this lady's defense. And, you know, the whole point of Star Trek, one of the biggest messages was always, you know, infinite diversity and infinite combinations. So, I mean, you know, we're all, if you're big, small, fat, thin, whatever, it doesn't matter. You know, you, you should respect other people and, and be nice to them and, and appreciate them. Oh, well, one little bit of, uh, and going off from that a little bit, one little bit of etiquette is you should always try to ask when you're at conventions if you can take pictures of people. Uh, most people, if they're in costume, they won't usually have a problem with it. I mean, that's the part of the whole point of wearing a costume. But some people might not want it. Uh, and, and I always try, even if I'm not in costume and I'm taking pictures, or if, even if I'm in, uh, in a costume, I'll try to ask people, you know, or do, you know, it, it, if there's like 20 people around, a couple of people, you know, if there's 20 people with cameras and they're all taking a picture of a group or a couple of people, well, I'll just jump in and take a picture because it's obvious they're fine with it because they're standing there waiting for 20 people to get their picture taken. But if it's somebody that you just sort of walk by and, and no one else is taking the picture, you know, it's always good, a good courtesy to, to ask them, you know, and, 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 you know, I also usually, another nice thing to say is, Hey, you know, nice costume or cool outfit or whatever. Uh, you know, people really, they appreciate that. I know I appreciate it. You know, when, you know, we got a lot of compliments last year in Austin and, and it, it uh, it, it's nice to hear that stuff. And, uh, I think the, you know, the geeky community out there can be a great thing. And then sometimes it can be kind of a mean thing and a, you know, and a bad thing and, and everywhere in between, just like people are. But, uh, and I've gotten turned this podcast <laughs> into something super serious. So we gotta, we gotta use like a little, uh, I think a little sonic screwdriver action here. And, uh, I think my batteries are dead on my sonic screwdriver though. Hey, how about the new doctor who? This isn't really what I was planning on talking about. I actually haven't watched last night's new episode yet. I just last watched the first one. Yeah, I think he's pretty good. Uh, Peter Capaldi, is that how you say his name? I'm liking it so far, uh, but, uh, you know, there's a long way to go. It takes uh, some time to adjust to a new doctor. So, uh, And I think that's the main stuff that I wanted to talk about for today's podcast. And what are we at? We're coming up on about an hour or so. Um, but, uh, we do have to do a contest and we have, 
I, I see like, uh, I don't know, three or four people in the chat room. Not a lot. So you guys, uh, somebody's going to be lucky. But uh, uh, I wanted to say, uh, okay, so here's the contest. You guys uh, uh, that are listening, if you're in the chat room, uh, I have a contest for you. And the question for this contest, so be ready to write your answer, the first one that writes the answer down. And uh, this is a, a question that if you listen to uh, Treks and Sci-Fi and have for a while that I've, I've talked about, I think, before. And I, I was trying to remember if I've even used this as a contest question before, but I'm going to do it again even if I have, and then you'll even have a better chance of, of knowing the answer. But uh, all right, so the question is, and the, the prize that you'll win, it's going to be a DVD or a Blu-ray of your choice, uh, but I don't want to say too much more about it because it'll kind of give away the contest. But anyway, the... Um, the question is, is what uh, comic book character is my favorite? What what comic book character out of all the comic book characters out there is Rico's favorite uh, comic book character? So uh, type away. <laughs> Let's see who we have. Rick Pete and Brompton Boy. Um, the uh, are you guys you guys are I'm, I'm seeing some chat going on about freezing up. So uh, but anyway, uh I don't know. This we'll see if this con- contest is uh, too difficult for the few people that we have in there. I'll give I'll give you a hint. The, this character had a, was in a movie that came out this year. <laughs> There's a pretty good hint. So, uh, and okay, I got we got an answer. Brave Dave three two one. You are the winner. Yes, Spider Man. Spider Man is my favorite comic book character. Started out reading. Spider-Man comics uh, along with X-Men comics in the early days and I always loved Peter Parker kind of identified with him because I was kind of a science nerd geek so Brave Dave 321 you have won Uh, and what you're going to win Brave Dave is you win uh, your choice of a Marvel or a DC uh, film and I know DC does a lot of DC direct to video films so you can pick a anything from Marvel or DC that's that's out available currently not not something for the future but uh, on a DVD or Blu-ray you know like if you want the Captain America movie or Iron Man one of the Iron Man movies or a Spider-Man movie just shoot me an email treksf at gmail.com brave Dave and let me know what you'd like uh, if you want it on DVD or Blu-ray and I will get that sent to you funny story actually about that I uh, I uh, Angela won for the uh, 500th show Angela uh, from Anomaly won and she picked finally picked uh, the season of Star Trek that she wanted so I clicked in you know I went into Amazon and I shipped her this uh, you know she wanted season four of Star Trek so I got that shipped to her well Amazon or uh, you know or I think it came from a third party perhaps but they shipped her the wrong thing they shipped her like some book uh, on like human development or something. <laughs> so Brave Dave, I, I, I hope when I when you make your selection and I ship you your item that uh, they will ship you the correct one. So, but I'm getting it fixed with Angela there. Amazon is fixing it. So uh, so anyway, uh, but I thought that was kind of humorous. I've had a couple of things from Amazon over all the years I've ordered from them where they they messed up and shipped the wrong thing. So. Uh, but that's the show, guys. Uh, again, uh, I, I thank you so much for supporting the podcast. I, I'm gonna I do my little Groot dance. What does he kind of go like this? He kind of sways around, you know. Uh, Rico doing the Groot dance. Maybe I'll play a little uh, more Galaxy of the Gal Gardens. I'll end the show with Guardians of the Galaxy. Let's see music, cause cause that was great and it's pretty danceable, right? Uh, just like Footloose, right? 
just like in the movie they talk about. So uh, let's see. Here's a. Uh, it's amazing what you can find on YouTube. You can get the whole. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Bye. It's a little creepy, I have to say. All right. Bye, everyone. Take care. Bye-bye. This has been a Rick Dosty Podcast production.